0: Guys, welcome to my first episode here at my new podcast called At The Root. My hope with this podcast is to really talk about some of the major issues, um, both internally as a human and issues that I see happening in the world um, that I feel like we really needed somebody to start talking about. Some of these issues in my podcast journey here will probably ruffle a few feathers. Um, We may talk about some things that are a little bit deeper than what maybe people expect podcasters to talk about. Um, But I think it's important to always remain true to my mission um, within myself, which is really to always make sure that I am being the best version of myself that I can be, and part of that journey is really starting to talk about a lot of these major issues, um, things that I have personally experienced um, in this podcast. I'm really looking forward to introducing myself to you guys, um, talking about some of the things that I hold very important, um, some of the Personal story journeys that I have and hopefully throughout this journey here um, you guys will learn more about me I'd love to be some of you guys hopefully someday um, but without further ado I think we should get started alright guys so part of this first episode I want to go ahead and introduce myself um, my name is Andrew And like I mentioned, this is my new podcast called At The Root. Um, I am currently 31 years old, and I live in Austin, Texas. Um, I know that a lot of people here probably have preconceived notions of what Texas is, what it looks like, what it's like to live here. Um, But for people who live, especially in my city, um, Austin is an incredible place to call home. Um, we have such an eclectic mix of people and personalities, uh, we are the live capital music of the world, so there's always some sort of festival, um, it really is quite an incredible place to, like I said, call home, um, plant a little bit of my roots, whether that is for the next five years, ten years, maybe not even that long, um, while I'm here, I really have loved my time here, um couple of things that I really enjoy. Um, I'm really into houseplants, so maybe in this podcast we'll also be referencing some of that. Um, It's really something that I enjoy doing. I have quite a large collection. used to have a a much larger collection but I have whittled it down to some of the bare necessities, um, as I did recently about a year ago, moving to a smaller apartment. Um, So there just wasn't enough room for all of the plants that I had before. Um, What else? I also love my dog, Oliver. Um, He is a French Bulldog pocket bully mix. And for those of you who are familiar with that breed, he is perhaps the cutest dog in the world. Um, But yeah, that's a little bit about me. really looking forward to rolling out these episodes and having a good time here. Really looking forward to learning a lot more. Um, I'd love for my audience to get involved as well. Um, hopefully, sometime soon, I'll be able to have a line for people to call in, um, give advice, give their own stories. And that's really what I want to do here on this podcast. I want this to be a place where people can come together from all different kinds of walks of life, backgrounds, um, experiences. I want to have all different kinds of people Um, really looking forward to hopefully interviewing people from different backgrounds as I go through these topics and really kind of having a good time Um, because that's what it's all about I think the world is hard enough right now and I think that if I can in my own way kind of imbue a little bit more positivity into the world that's really what I'm looking forward to doing here so I think what we'll do is we'll go into a, kind of our first topic of the day um, for our first episode, which is the difference between conforming to what society thinks that we should be versus um, staying true to ourselves in kind of some of the trials and tribulations that occur for both. Um, and as we face personal decisions, uh, familial relationships, Um, Hopefully we'll be able to get into that a little bit in this podcast series as well. Um, But that's kind of what we want to talk about. And so I guess let's get started. All right, so let's talk about first what it means to conform. Um, So I think that growing up, we've all had an experience where either someone who was an adult or a supervisory person told us that we needed to act a certain way or we needed to dress a certain way um, or we needed to think a certain way and without too much thought we just went with it um, because we really didn't know any better. Um, This can be a little hard for people especially as they grow. Um, because if we are just blind conformers um, and we blindly just agree and go along with what people tell us we should be or we shouldn't be, oftentimes what this leads to is we end up in a situation where we are quite naive to the world um, where because we never really had the opportunity or we were never really given the tools to be able to think for ourselves. This often comes back around when we grow up and we tend to look back on our youth um, in not very fond ways um, because to those people who were brought up to just conform, um, and this goes for everybody, this goes for men, women, everything in between, Um, but I know personally from my, my experience, um, there were, there were times growing up where I was told to act a certain way, um, now I was quite a rebellious child and never really listened to that, um, but I do know a lot of people who I have met throughout life who, were in that group of people whose when parents told them when to jump, they said how high. And now they're in a situation where 20, 30 years down the line, they're wondering where all that missed time went, um, and why they were so naive when they became adults, and didn't really know how to navigate the world. Um, and I think this is this is one of the big problems with people who are conformers. Um, because they never really get the opportunity to think for themselves. And I think in the world today, I think we see a lot of times the product of what happens when one group wants to tell another group how to act or what to think. Um, We see this a lot in different countries around the world where they don't have the same opportunities that we do here in the United States. Um, And even here now, we can see with a lot of the current social issues that we face and when we turn on the news we see the issues with women losing their right to really think about their own bodies and their own autonomy Um, you have one group who wants the women to fall in line and conform and to not put up a fight Um, versus um, when we are able to stay true to ourselves and really have that opportunity and the tools and the strength to think for ourselves. Um, I personally more fit into this category. um, And I think that has a lot to do with my own specific personality. Um, I've always kind of been an independent person who was able to think for themselves and never really subscribed to things like trends and labels and things that other people find very important. You know, I hear the term a lot about people being sheep and just kind of following the masses and following herds um, and not really questioning where everyone is going or or why people think the way they do. Um, But I think that one of the main benefits of being able to think to think for yourself and being able to stay true to yourself is that I think this is where you find a lot of your own personal courage and you find just how strong you really are when you're faced with hard decisions in life and and you're forced to go through hard experiences. And then you you really find out who you are and you find out that, you know what, just because my parents decided or or continue the cycle of what their parents taught them, if I don't think it's right, I don't need to continue this. Um, And maybe when I have kids one day, I won't have to go through the things that my parents had to go through or the things that they put me through, because um, I think a lot of people carry around a lot of trauma when it comes to the things that they're, they were forced to live through and the things that their parents did to them, um, you know, physically, mentally, socially, um, I think that that's one of the reasons why we have such a extreme divide between my generation you know i was born in 1991 and um, you know so i belong to the millennial generation and i know that the millennials versus our parents generation there's always been a significant divide between the two because i think that my generation was the first to say just because something was always done a certain kind of way doesn't mean that we all need to subscribe to the same way that things were done if we don't agree with it um, now this doesn't come without its own risk. I think when you stick to your, to your, your own beliefs, um, oftentimes that puts a target on you from either society or from your family or, you know, oftentimes these people get exiled from the group or, or face a lot of issues from the general public, um, because they believe so strongly in their own sense of self. Um, that other people sometimes can't handle that. And and so, you know, I think that's important to always remember that regardless of what society tells you that you should be um, or what society deems as what is normal and what is not, I think when people are given the opportunity to think for themselves and they realize what really makes them happy may not be what makes their parents happy. Or, or maybe doesn't make their significant other happy. Um, you know, it's all about communication. It's about knowing what you want, knowing how to go for it. And as long as it's not hurting anybody, then to me, I say, do, do what you need to do to make yourself the best version of yourself that you can be. Um, you know, I, I, I've often heard a lot of times growing up, I used to hear this quote from a teacher, Um, and this was back in high school, Uh, my teacher used to say, you know, show me, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. And I think that when it comes to, especially the youth of today, I think that they're so much more independent than any other generation was. Um, And I think that they're now in a position where um, they all really think for themselves but at the same time, because they're so tuned in with technology, um, you know, a lot of times these kids are always looking for validation from their peers, or they need somebody else to tell them what they're doing is correct or incorrect. Um, and, and that has come with its own set of issues because I know almost every day when I turn on the TV, it almost seems like there's always an issue going on with the mental health of young people, um, you know, at any age, or teenagers or adults, um, who were forced to conform to an idea and didn't really know what they were putting their beliefs into. And then what happens is they blindly follow, and now you have a situation where people are going out into the world with an axe to grind, so to speak. Um, against people who maybe they'd never met, maybe they've never sat down and gotten to know them, but because of what one person told them to believe, now they, that's that's their sole purpose, that's their sole belief system, um, and they don't really question it. Um, and, and so I think, you know, from my perspective, I think that we need to encourage more thinking for oneself. I think that, you know, without laws, obviously we would have chaos. But I think at the same time, especially in what's going on in today's world, I think that, sorry, that was my dog over here. Um, But I think that in today's world, we have a lot of situations going on where laws are changing you know, we have rights that are at risk of being lost, um, rights that have already been taken away. And, you know, we're expected to just turn turn a blind eye to everything that's going on. And, and if, it, if it doesn't affect us personally, then we shouldn't care about it, um, which is a completely wrong way of thinking about these situations. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And I think that even even people who have committed these awful acts of terrorism or these awful things that we've seen on the news and, and we as a country and we as a world have had to experience, I think that one of the common threads that I'm seeing through all this is that people are noticing the red flags early on and they're, they're noticing that these people were very radical and very much on the edge because they were forced to conform to the ideas that were being given to them over the internet through, you know, any sort of radical groups. Um, people who got online and, and said, you know, completely crazy things that in most cases wasn't true, but because They were conformers, they never questioned it. And then we find out after the fact that all of these things occurred. Um, You know, I was just watching a story not too long ago about a mother who turned her child in um, after she discovered a journal that was very descriptive on how he wanted to massacre his city. Um, And I can't imagine as a parent, you know, the sole purpose is to protect your child but this mother had to make that difficult decision because she wasn't going to conform to what society always says which is when there's something going on you turn a blind eye to it Um, and, and you know I definitely watching that I applaud her for being able to stand up and do something like that I don't have kids but I can't imagine how difficult something like that must be to have to make that decision. Um, But she thought for herself. She knew that this was something she had to do. This was um, an issue that really would have affected so many people outside of just her. Um, You know, it just so happened that she was the first target in the journal. But had she not said anything, had she not gone against what, society says is normal which is to just protect your child and not say anything you know who knows how many other people could have been affected by this major issue um, so you know that and that's just one example that i think is going on in the world where people are really now having to come to the table and look at themselves in the mirror and and say you know what um, you know do i do i subscribe to what society says is normal or what i'm supposed to be uh, in the eyes of society um, or am i going to stay true to myself and even if it's not the popular decision um, it's it's important for me as a person to maintain those beliefs and i think for a lot of people that may be difficult but know that you are definitely not alone um, if you are one of those people, or if you are somebody who tends to just roll in the crowd, you know, I challenge you to really research, look, look, look into yourself, look into your community, look into the world, and, and realize that, you know, sometimes not conforming may be the best option, because, you know, like I said earlier, we do have a set of laws, Um, And without them, you know, we would have chaos. Uh, And that's a whole other conversation about, you know, where I think that those laws maybe need to be rewritten or revisited. But for the most part, you know, there are those general guidelines in society that keeps things, keeps some sense of order. But I think outside of that, as long as you're not hurting anybody, things like, you know, your own identity, I don't think it's anybody's job outside of yourself as a human being to tell you or decide for you what kind of person you should be. Um, I think that we have we have this issue right now where we are now trying to pre, um, we have this pre predisposition, I guess I should say, um, about even the sex of our child and in... You know, we have a lot of older parents who still to this day have a hard time accepting their kids for the sexual identity that they've selected for themselves. At the end of the day, you know, even if that kid is six years old, seven years old, eight years old, for me personally, um, and, and like I mentioned, you know, I'm not a parent yet. I hope to one day have my own kids. And the one thing that I hope to give to them um, the toolbox that, you know, so to speak, that I hope that I can equip them with. One of the things I want, I really want to do that I've talked about in my own relationship is I want my kids to be able to give the own direction of their own lives. I want my kids to know that if they're not hurting anybody, I don't care if my son wants to wear a dress or my girl wants to wants to play football or whatever. Um, because I think that, I think that sexual identity is a spectrum, and I think that giving kids the opportunity to think for themselves is only going to make them stronger people, and I think that it's not my job as a parent to also tell them the kind of life that I think they should have just because I think that it's the best decision, because let's face it, most kids don't listen anyways, especially when they get into their teenage years We were all teenagers, I'm sure if you're, you know, in your 20s now or 30s or older, um, and you're listening to this. We were all kids at one time. We all thought that our parents were crazy. We we never listened. Um, And so I think as long as you're giving your kids the tools to be able to choose their own destiny and, and choose their own path in life, I think that's always gonna be the best option. And part of that is going to be to let them know that they're always going to be free to be themselves. They will be accepted, um, at least in our own homes. And hopefully, the world will get to a point one day where it's not going to matter what somebody subscribes or, or chooses their, their identity as or whatever. Uh, you know, everybody is going to be seen as just humans. And I think Martin Luther King was onto something when he said, that he would like his own kids to be judged not by the, the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Um, and I think that's important too. I think that who you are as a person should mean more and speak more than what color of skin you have. Um, because I think we need to get past that as, as a, as a world, you know, we have the times of segregation and we're, and, and as a white person, you know, I, I completely understand my own white, my, my own white privilege. Um, and so I think that if we as a world can get to a point where people are just free to be themselves, we're going to live in a much better and, and much more beneficial world. All right, guys. Well, that is the end of the first episode. I hope that you guys have enjoyed... Um, this first episode, and I would love to hear back from you. Um, please feel free to go ahead and share this with your friends. Um, I'd love to get to know everybody on here eventually. Um, and you hopefully will be able to find me on all the podcast and streaming services, um, such as Spotify. Go ahead and hop on there and give me five stars. Um, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, and like I mentioned, uh, this is at the root, and I look forward to meeting with you guys next time. All right, guys, have a good have a good day. Bye. Oh!